Welcome to Japan according to Akil. Everything you wanted to know, or didn't think you needed to know, about Japan. With me, your host Akil, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey, 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 hey everyone. Welcome to episode 107. As you can see, but if you check the time, this is a really short episode. I just gave you all a few updates on a few、uh, pretty, pretty heavy topics and、um, of course a product review for Black History Month. <laughs>、uh, <laughs> um, but no, no, on a serious note, yeah,、um, this, is, this is not going to be a high energy one. I'm actually like lying down doing this one. So you can probably tell, but just my, my tone and everything. I explained just the time of day, just everything. Like, you know, I just wanted to really record something before the week got a little bit too out of hand so that you guys have something to get you through the week. I'll try and be, you know, do a bit more、uh, research on the topic that I promised you all in the previous episode.、Uh, it's not there this time, but I haven't forgot about you guys.、Uh, and、uh, I'll get to it. But for now, you get to this and go ahead and enjoy. Yo, 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 what's going on, everyone? It's episode 107.、Uh, we are here for gonna be, I'll just tell you right now, it's definitely gonna be a short episode tonight.、Uh, I don't, I didn't even put up my,、um, my typical stand that I use, so I'm like hunched over my laptop. I just wanted to record something before the week got a little bit out of hand for me. I'm recording this on a Tuesday. I'm probably not even gonna upload it until tomorrow, so. I knew, I just, you know, it's like midnight already. So I knew, like, if I didn't record something tonight, you know, it'll be just later on in the week and Thursday, maybe even Friday. And, and that was just not a good idea. So I was like, let me just record something, get it out to you guys.、Um, the last few episodes have been bangers,、uh, but this one's going to be a dud. <laughs> it's not going to be that、uh, action packed at all. It's pretty much like a really slow week here in Japan, news wise. We're going to get to why in a second. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to talk about one or two quick topics that I'm sure. Well, one topic that's definitely been in the news, give you、um, my perspective on what's going on、uh, from here in Tokyo, and give you another quick article. It's a bit heavy, <laughs> the, 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 news, the news. You can probably guess what I'm going to talk about, but it's a pr- pretty heavy、uh, episode, so I'm not going to like draw it out or anything like that. Not too, too much I'm going to add to the situation. Just,、um, So, I don't know, fuck it, man. Let's just get into it. Oh, besides, before that,、uh, just really, really quickly,、uh, I'm not going to talk about it too much, but our product feature for today is Ya Yulaku Black Thunder Family Pack、uh, 173, 173 grams. Black Thunder is like, again, another snack product. I think I've eaten it once. It's, it's, it, it's like a. Rice crispy chocolate covered snack. I mean, they call it Black Thunder because it's crunchy and it's covered in chocolate.、Um, they have White Thunder somewhere. I saw them one time and I didn't eat them. I'm not crazy about them, but、um, if you, I'm not really like a, a huge chocolate chocoholic.、Um, if you are, hey, go for it. Check them out. You know, at least see what they look like. Again,、uh, maybe buy, you can buy them in convenience stores here. You can buy them everywhere. But of course, buying them from Sakura Mart would be awesome <laughs> if you did that. But、um, yeah, if you, if you come to Japan, you can check them out wherever you go. Just familiarize yourself with the package. It's a very popular snack, pretty good for kids.、Um, 
it's light. It looks really heavy, but it's not really heavy at all. It's really light. Um, like I said, it's really more like rice cracker type shit covered in chocolate. Um, but it's black on the inside, black on the outside. Black and it black is Black History Month. <laughs> Actually, that's a pretty good thing. <laughs> oh man, sorry. I, I kind of caught myself off guard with that one. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So that, that's pretty much it for the project review. Again, like I said, I, I don't really have too much. I'm 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 coming on like a downer from the Super Bowl. If you, uh, I went and watched it with a friend of mine who has like NFL Game Pass. It was like our legal way. He he he, you know, he pays for it, and <laughs> so, um, of course, quote, I pay for my streaming too, of course. Of course. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, the, actually, I don't know if you've heard. I don't know if it was a big story, um, in where you were, but basically, the fucking Super Bowl feed was terrible for NFL Game Pass. If you if you're in um America and know what that is, pretty much it's it's like a paid uh streaming service for American football. I'll just call it American football since I don't know who is listening. And uh, yeah, like you know. Pretty much it's supposed to be the most reliable way to watch football. And during the most important game, sporting event in America, yeah, the feed just went out like five or six times. Even like the last two minutes of the game, it was like a crucial part of the game. The feed was just dead. And we were just like, oh, shit. So basically we were held hostage without the internet. We couldn't do anything. We couldn't go outside. We couldn't check our phones. We couldn't like, you know, do anything. Uh, for like about 45 minutes until they ju- the, the feed ended and they just uploaded, you know, they just ripped it, I guess, and, and uploaded the game and then we could just like finish watching it. And, and we were exhausted by then just because we were just like, fuck, we just want to know what happens at the end of the game. It was a really, really good game too. So, but hey, um, you know, I know what happened. It was a great Super Bowl, a uh, really excellent football season. So uh, I'm, I'm satisfied. But that, but yeah, besides that, like, so I'm kind of on an emotional downer from that. Um, my son's birthday was recently too. I've been doing a lot for that. So just like a lot of family obligations, sports stuff. So, um, and you know, it is quiet. Let me get into the main topic. It's not an article for it. You know what it is. It's the coronavirus, right? Um, yeah, uh, I don't really have any humor <laughs> to, <laughs> about that because I don't think, you know, it's not like funny lighthearted situation but even though i'm not freaking out or taking it as serious as i would have in the past or i have done these similar type of situations in the past so i'm not freaking out about it sorry i'm let me just adjust my mic um because i'm kind of yeah i'm I'm like lamping out sideways like i'm ll cool j or something on, on my carpet i just need like a bear rug or something but um let me adjust this a little bit yeah so so pretty much what's going on here in tokyo uh, in the West, I'm starting to see, you know, reports about the virus, like, leak out and things like that. Uh, you know, here in Japan, there, as from what I see in China, you know, it's pretty much like almost a ghost town, pretty much, in, in the uh, main city that's uh, been really affected by it. I, in in Tokyo, there are a large amount of Chinese tourists coming in here. And um, especially in Ginza, an area that I work in a lot. Um, and normally I take, I'm not going to lie, I normally take the side streets in Ginza just, just 
to avoid the crowds now because there's just so many tourists and a large amount of them are from China. And so like I think a few like a few days I felt bad about doing it, but like a few days ago I was like walking I think last week into last week I was walking down the street. I took the main road for some reason. And I just realized, like, oh, shit, everybody's wearing a face mask. And I was like, oh, shit, oh, my gosh. Like, like I kind of half freaked out for a second. Um, um, but I was just like, Akil, snap out of it. You'll be fine. And, yeah, uh, I, you know, so far, knock on wood, I'm, I'm okay. I, you know, there have been several cases reported here in Tokyo. And I have seen a big increase in, I mean, typically people do have masks, face masks here in Japan, you've probably heard me talk about it before, but definitely I noticed like an increase in the amount of face masks. Uh, I've, I've, of course, like fucking you know, drugstores are completely out of like supplies of all that stuff. I went and bought some hand sanitizer and I got fucking pilfered, man. I got butt fucked at the, fu- <laughs> at the, <laughs> at the drugstore because like I went and I was like, um, I bought some other stuff, and I was like, yeah, let me get some hand t- sanitizer for work. Uh, I've been thinking about it even before this, just because, like, some people, like, want to shake hands and stuff like that. And I'm like, eh. But anyway, um, fucking, yeah, I bought some hand sanitizer. I didn't check the price at all, and I got to the register, and that shit was, like, fucking 18, like, 1,800 yen, which is, like, 18 bucks for, like, a bottle of hand sanitizer. And... You know, it, it, I was way too Japanese because it was too late for me to put it back. And, it, you know, and she was already ringing it up and she was explaining it to me all nice and everything like that. And I guess it's a pretty big bottle of it. But I was just like, God damn. Like, this, like this, she, she, you know, you want my arm too? Fuck. Like, um, you know, it was like a pump bottle or whatever. So I have it hidden behind my desk uh, at work so that, you know, I can just when I come in work. And when before I leave, I can I can just like sanitize my hands a little bit, um, but that was it. But I was like kind of just shocked at how much I, in Japan it's not really inflating prices like that. Hopefully they're not, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to think about it. I mean, whatever, you know, it's fine. I bought it, I got it. I don't have to worry about it anymore. But I was still kind of like, holy shit, that's a lot. You know, when I looked at the fucking price, I was like. Yo, like I pulled out like basically a thousand yen, which is like ten bucks. Thinking like, all right, I'll get some change back. Then she rang beep. It was like, oh shit, I got paid more. And it was like beep. Yeah, one more thing I bought. And I was like, oh fuck, man, are you serious? Like she was like twenty three bucks for like two items. I was like, god damn it. <laughs> but you know, again, I'm Japan. I'm in Japan. I already put it on the thing. She's putting it in the bag. I'm not gonna like freak out on her. Like so, I was just like, all right, whatever. Um. Yeah, and I just got, like I said, I got butt-fucked at the fucking... I was like, you know... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so... So, but whatever. Um, Whatever, so that that was that. And and like I said, like, the... I will notice... I I think I had an article on this before, but... It's nothing really insightful that I can really add to this. um, On... Regarding an article... Um, it might be the same thing where you are, but here in Japan, especially because Japan and China relations are not historically not always on tippy top shape, especially even like Japan and Korea. I kind of felt like there's 
been a little bit of I, I think last week actually I took the time to watch the news to prepare for this podcast because I wanted to see how Japanese news is treating China and just talking to a few students and things like that like not everyone but I do get a bit of an undercurrent of like anti-China sentiment growing because of this and you know it's kind of more like yeah, it's China, kind of stuff like that, you know, um, which, you know, is kind of like coming from like America, which is not really the most, you know, has the most racial equality, you know, or discrimination is, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm in kind of a weird place with it. You know, every time, like, anything, if you don't know, like Japan, China and South Korea have kind of like a historically strange relationship um and i mean I won't, I won't get into it i'm not up on all the history of it in detail but i'm just not gonna get into it at all um on this platform I, that's just a topic i will not touch right and but like for real it um like oh shit, i just lost my train of thought i'm sorry um yeah, yeah, me being here, like, and, and when, when those type of conversations start to happen, I'm in, like, a weird place because it's just, like, you know, I can't say anything, and, you know, I, I can hear people kind of being subconsciously xenophobic, and I'm just like, uh... Okay, you just gotta like sit there, you, you know, like if someone cracks a light joke. I mean, they're not, they're not like, you know, saying anything like blatantly racist or anything like that. But, you know, it might be like a small joke or, or like a something that you can take it as like, that's kind of, you know, like I might feel a certain way about it. But it, it's not like crossing a line where I can like actually openly be like, yo, that's not cool. And, you know, and so it's just like this weird kind of like thing that rears his head here in Japan, like every now and then where, where, you know, um, and, and this situation is really, I think, bringing it out again, where, you know, even before this, like, you know, the amount of tourists here in, from China here, um, the the financial gains of it, I think, were, were accepted. But especially now with this situation, it's just more like, all right, you guys stay your ass in China is kind of like the sentiment. It was not people won't openly say that, but inside feel not some people I would say feel, might feel like, yeah, I, I wish we would, we just wouldn't have as many Chinese tourists here, you know, now with this situation happening, or I wish they'd just stay over there until the situation's, you know, over is kind of the sentiment I feel. And, and, you know, me, I mean, in Tokyo, you're in a lot of small spaces, crowded spaces. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was walking to the train station. You know, you see somebody with a mask coughing and shit. You're like, okay, let me slow down. We'll walk a little bit slower. You can go ahead on first, sir. Like, you know, um, and, but in my mom, like, he probably has a cold or something like that. But still, you just never know. And so you just kind of start avoiding people a little bit more and, you know, like ducking and dodging, like, you know, uh, second guessing the handrail that you're grabbing and shit like that, which you know it's kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Um, personally, my my personal th take on it is that I remember when uh, I, I'm trying to stay very much level headed with this situation because I remember 
like about 10 years ago when swine flu broke out, you know, uh, the H1N1 virus, and I went fucking bananas. Like, you know, it was like the same kind of thing on the news, like, every it's over, everyone's, you know, it's going to be fucking Black Plague, we're all dying, yeah. And, like, you know, when I was getting masks everywhere, I was like, we got these fucking masks, I was getting industrial masks, I was ordering shit online, I'm like, you know, I'm like stocking up on food in case, like, you know, this fuck, it turns into like a fucking zombie apocalypse and shit. And, and like, shit was just fine, man. Like, it was fine. Like, yes, like, you know, I talked to, I have one student who's like a, um, who's a, um, whatchamacallit, who is a, a pharmacist. And we, you know, I, I talked to another person who's a pharmacist, but she's like older. She's like maybe in her 60s. So she's a bit, bit more concerned about it. But the one who's like my age is more like, yeah, the amount of deaths are, you know, kind of lower than, uh, the regular flu season and you know yes like you know the shit that was like i wanted to know and like yeah the um you know um i forgot what was she was saying she was and yeah most of the people who died were older um you know it, the mortality rate is lower than the t- than the typical flu and you know like pretty much it's it just 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 chill basically she was like i'm not really worried about it you know of course i'm gonna like do my due diligence but she was like yeah most of the people like uh, you know who've been treated like after um they they recover from it and they're fine after that so um so yeah like if you're really freaking out and concerned about this like you know I think you'll be fine, right? This, if you're listening to this and you're in my demographic, you'll be fine, right? And 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 that's what I'm I'm really focused on, and just you know, yeah, you you do kind of second guess and look at people twice every now and then, but 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 there's no panic in Tokyo. Pretty much everything is going on. Life is going on pretty much as as smooth as much as normal. The only difference is there's just more face masks hang around than usual. That's all. That's pretty much it. All right. Um, the last thing we're going to talk about, which is like a fucked up ass situation, which I've been monitoring for a while. I haven't brought up on this podcast, but again, we're talking about fucked up shit most of the time here. And so like, why not? All right. Pretty much. So the article is from Japan Times. And when is this from? When is this? Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, hold on. Sorry. I can't see the date. Oh, February 3rd. Yeah, okay. The article is called Japan Briefs Embassies on Planned Release of Contaminated Water from Fukushima Plant into Ocean. And again, this is a topic. Again, Fukushima is another topic that I dance around like a motherfucker. I got my tap dancing shoes on. Tippity tap, tippity tap. (laughs) Every time, like, you know, uh, I look at an article related to this, but... The water release, if you don't know, if you don't know what's going on with this, this is a topic that 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 I do kind of take quite a bit seriously. Um, because basically, you know, the nuclear power plant in Fukushima prefecture, um, they're, you know, trying to decontaminate it and, and they're trying to clean everything up. But, but the big issue from day one has been water because... Um, you know, the, the core reactors, 
uh, are just fucking super fucking hot. They've been pumping from from like since like 2011. Been pretty much pumping water, like dousing the motherfuckers with water to keep them from like oh completely like overheating or keeping them as cool as possible. Um, but after they do that, that water is radioactive. So um, in Fukushima area, you know, I think it, this article said like something like 172 tons a day of contaminated water are produced. So, yeah, there's just huge tanks of contaminated water sprawled all over like Fukushima prefecture. And of course, it's the, the Japan government says they've been run through some um, fucking filtering process, except for and most of the shit is out of there and all this shit. But like. If you can tell, I'm extremely skeptical of the competence of the Japanese government to control any type of, like, disaster situation. Like, I just, nah, 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 nah. I, For me, personally, like, you can you can think what you want if you come here, if you live here, but I'm not putting my faith in the Japanese government to, like, contain the situation at all. Like, you know, you, could, you heard me talk about the Olympics. You heard me talk about the asbestos situation. You know, like, that's just not their strong point at all, in my opinion. So, like, so now they're like, hey, we're reaching the peak capacity of, of like, this shit, and we're going to get, by 2022, like, we're, we're gonna not going to be able to hold any more water. So, hey, we got, you know, the water's clean. It's cool. We'll, you know, mostly. <laughs> so we'll just dump all this shit in the ocean. It'll be totally fine, right? And that's what they've been really pushing to try and get done for the past, like, couple of years. And, you know, fishermen have been really biting back against it, like, you know, fighting back against it. But it seems like the government is just, like, trying to just slowly, like, push this shit through. And I'm not too pleased about it at all because, come on, you're just going to dump, like, literally hundreds of thousands of tons of radioactive water into the fucking ocean and it's supposed to be cool, like... Shit's just ridiculous, and like, and you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I again, I, I'm not gonna get too worked up about it because it's, uh, you know, it, again, like it's like I said in previous episodes, if, if I'm too worked up about it, I could just take my ass back to America. But you know, that water will fucking go to America too, and, and you know, it'll float all over the world. So I'll be taking fucking thyroid, do be doing thyroid goddamn cleanses for the rest of my life, pretty much living over, living over here, you know, looking twice at every piece of sushi I eat. Um, but yeah, no, I take no, whatever. Anyway, anyway, um, hopefully something happens. But I'm at this point in time, the way the government operate operates and the way things are moving, I have a feeling in a year or two you're going to be surprised to hear a news story that the Japanese government is dumping a shitload of radioactive water into the oceans. And I don't think there's anything anyone can do about it right now because it seems like their mind is set up like that's what they're going to do. They're already saying, like, hey, it's fine. Like, it is, it, you know, it's cleaner than most of the shit, and I just don't trust their fucking shit. Like, I just don't do it. Like, I don't trust the competence, the oversight, and the transparency of the Japanese government. That is something I don't trust, right? Especially in touchy matters or matters where, where like, that, are, that could be kind of dangerous to the, to the public. Nah, like, it, the best interests are in, again, keeping the calm, keeping the peace, keeping people from being disturbed. That's pretty much it, so... 
Um, I don't know. So that's that's it. Sorry, it's not on a cheerful note, but I'm just gonna wrap up the podcast on that. You can take a look at the article again. Um, in here, my apologies for. I know last time I talked about nightclubs, but again, I'm just not really in the mood. This is kind of a bit of a rush podcast here, and I thought like giving an update on the virus would be a more important thing. Uh, hopefully, next week, I'll, you know, schedule wise, I'll be a bit more settled, settled and whatnot, and um, I'll have time to really do the proper research and get something uh, good ready for you guys. So, all right, y'all, thanks for watching, and I'll holler at you next time. Peace. <laughs>